You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, writer at Mavs.com, and the watcher of Westworld. Isaac, I don't remember what that show's about. Oh my gosh, Nick. Now, Westworld is... Is it the one with the robot people? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on HBO. Um... The, Game of Thrones is better. I the life model decoy of Tony Stark. <laughs> but Westworld's just one of those shows to where you just have to accept that you you won't know like what's going on like half the time. But it's like what's the saying to where you, you see the for you you can't see the forest for the trees or whatever it is. Yeah, you kind of gotta watch the show like, because the trees the are also robots too. Because the trees are robots, they're ants. From Fangcorn Forest. Those no, were um, not robots. <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch the show from a mindset of like the forest instead of like each tree. You can't be like trying to figure it out, but it's a remarkable show. It's actually based off an old, old movie um called Westworld. Kind of the same premise, but it ended like two years ago, like the last episode. So I've been waiting for a long time for the show to come back and I'm a big fan of it. I love it. Some people think it's better than Game of Thrones. I don't, but it's still a very remarkable show. And it's not for younger audiences, um, but yeah. Glowing endorsement. Um, Do not watch the show if you are younger than... What age would you give it? 21. Nah. Uh, I don't know, 18. <laughs> if you cannot drink... <laughs> But uh, but no the the storyline and everything it's uh it's a crazy show and so I was super happy that it came back tonight I chose that over the first like three quarters of Indiana and Cleveland <laughs> hashtag no help Cleveland oh going at him Kyle Korver hit like three threes at the very end of the game to actually pretty much win the game but anyway keep on going anyway speaking of segues we are going to be talking about our. Uh, what we have planned for this week. We are super excited about this week. We've been talking about this week for a little while. We we wanted to do this show since we started doing this podcast. I think that the two of us really wanted to do this specific thing that we're going to be doing this week when we first picked up this podcast back almost a year ago. We are getting, yeah. We're getting close to a year, and the year show will be fun. I'm excited to start planning for that and figure out what we're going to do for it, uh, which is the, the year show will be May 31st. Oh my gosh, that's wild! I know we're almost we're a week and a month out. <laughs> that's next. That's the next month. I know we're about six, five weeks out or so. So what we are doing this week and what we are announcing today is we are doing our very own Mavs Academy Awards. Woo! <laughs> so. What that means is Isaac and I we've been doing our awards. You guys saw last week we did our All NBA, we did our regular NBA awards. And then I'm sure people were like, where are you guys' Mavs awards? Like, you guys didn't do any awards for Mavs. Like, you only talked about a couple of them here and there. We are going to do all these awards, and they will all be Dallas Mavericks, except for, I think, one of them. One of them we will uh, we will nominate. 
I think a couple players that are that are non-Mavs, and we'll talk about that one. But we're doing all different kinds of awards, and so today on this show, we are going to be talking about all the different awards we're going to give out, then we're going to give the nominations, and you guys are going to be involved in it because we are doing, the voting is threefold. Isaac gets one vote, I get one vote, and the fans get one vote. The listeners and the, the fans of this podcast. It's, I still find it weird saying fans of the podcast, but there are people that are fans of the podcast. <laughs> I just, I'll just call you listeners, friends. Listeners and friends of the podcast. There you go. Well, uh, you guys can go and vote. As this podcast is, is published, like right now, I am probably on at Locked on Mavs, and I am posting all of these polls for all these different awards to uh, to talk about all of them. So. Go on there. Go vote for all of these as we talk about them, as we give our ex- explanation. Because some of them, you look at it and be like, I don't know what the heck they're talking about. But uh, <laughs> so you'll be able to go on there and and uh, and listen to the rest of this, listen to our explanations as we talk about them now, and then go on and vote for each of them. And your vote actually matters. <laughs> your vote does matter. <laughs> it will count. And you you will be you will play a process in handing out the inaugural. Maps Academy Awards. This is a serious deal, okay? Like, whoever wins these awards, they're probably going to put it up in their locker in <laughs> in the arena. So, these are serious awards. The Maps Academy Awards is becoming a thing. We're going to try to do it every year. Keep some awards. Maybe. We're going to do it every year, no matter where we are. No matter where we're at. <laughs> We could each have like four kids. Yeah, even if like, I'm not covering the Mavs anymore or if Isaac is not covering the Mavs, we'll still do the Mavs. Nick's going to be in L.A. <laughs> hanging out with Lonzo, and we're going to be recording the Mavs Academy Awards. Full dis- and- full disclosure, Isaac. I'm wearing a, a, a Kobe Bryant NBA championship shirt right now. All right, everyone. That's the Mavs Academy Awards. Peace out. The 2009 finals <laughs> were fun for me in high school. Oh, my gosh. Kobe. Whatever. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to be talking about our Mavs Academy Awards nominations. So uh, as always, you guys can tweet us. By the way, I am at Nick Van Exit. He is at Isaac L. Harris. You can go and uh, tweet us about some awards. If you listen to all of these and you have some suggestions, we will take a couple of suggestions for awards if we think they're funny. So give us some funny awards uh, suggestions. If you have some nominations for it, give us some nominations. We might add one or two to this to this list uh, as the uh, the award show gets closer. And by the way, we are recording the we're doing the award show on Friday. That is going to be our Friday podcast. We're going all out. Isaac and I are writing monologues for it. We got intro music. We have, you know, a guy doing voiceovers for us. We have all this stuff <laughs> in the works and uh, we're, we're super excited for it. Oh, it's going to be awesome. The show on Friday. You have to uh, make sure you are ready for that. It will cap off your week, your work week. Yeah, like Nick said, man, we're going to have monologues. We're going to be cracking jokes, handing out Mavs Academy Awards that you played a part in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of like Mavs Academy a week. We're super excited about it. And, yeah, we'll see what we can uh, think of. Let us see what we can think of, Isaac Harris. So let's go into our first award right after this. Okay. Our first award we're going to give out, we're going to give some uh, some normal awards out first. These are the ones that you've seen all over the place. These are just the ho-hum sort of you know average awards, but I think they actually mean something. Uh, and the first two awards go hand-in-hand hand for me. This is uh, 
we're doing the most valuable player and we're doing the most outstanding player. The difference between the two, uh, in our opinion, is that most valuable player is not necessarily most outstanding. Most outstanding is just your best, best player. So, like, for example, in the NBA, most outstanding player would be LeBron from, like, <laughs> I don't know, 2005 until, like, now, <laughs> you know, and, and beyond. Like, he's the best player in the NBA. And Isaac is disagreeing with me with his face right now. And MVP would be most valuable. Whoever's most valuable to their team. So probably, you know, like Steph would win a couple times. Durant would have won. You know, Russ, when he won last year, probably st- probably would have won that award still, uh, being most valuable to his team. And Harden maybe this year. You know, just that kind of award. So we want to give – I wanted to give out a most valuable and a most outstanding, separate the two, and, uh, and give it to him. So let's – for each of these, we're going to give at least three nominations – uh, Isaac, go ahead with your nominations for most valuable player. Most valuable player. We have three nominations. We have the rookie, Dennis Smith Jr. We have Dirk Nowitzki in his 20th season. And third nomination, we have the Senator Black Falcon himself, Harrison Barnes. <laughs> oh, we should do worse nicknames. <laughs> That'd be great. So uh, those are those are the most valuable player uh, value to me. It, like I don't, we don't want to get too far into these. We'll talk about these more in uh, in the, when we actually give them out. But value to me is is what this season was all about. And so Dennis, to me, this is what this season was all about. But Dirk is valuable to this franchise for far bigger reasons than basketball. I mean, his value cannot be understated. It cannot be overstated. And Harrison Barnes's value to this team. Is uh is he's probably the best player, but we'll talk about that with most outstanding. Yeah, that's it. It's kind of like um, it's kind of word kind of leans a, a little towards Dirk as far as like who who could be the most valuable, but not necessarily the best overall player on the team. So then moving on to most outstanding player, the nominations for us I think are the exact same. I think we both have uh, Harrison Barnes, Dennis Smith Jr., and JJ Barea. Jumping in yeah. to the most outstanding, one of the best players on this team. I think the first two are pretty are pretty normal. I think people would have expected that. But Isaac, why did we include JJ Barea? Well, the Academy, you know, put Barea's name in into the list, and it might surprise some. But uh, Barea had an extent <laughs> had an incredible year in the box office, and he had his best year uh, really of his career. So it's kind of hard to leave him off this list because. I mean, we talked about him possibly getting some six man of the year uh, award votes, especially the Mavs, you know, were better this year. But yeah, I mean, he had arguably his best season of his career. So we have to give him that third spot. Would you say that his philanthropy impressed the Academy? Absolutely. Holds a lot of weight. We, the Academy appreciates that. Uh, then the next two awards that we're going to do are best uh, newcomer, and I split we split this up into two different awards: best newcomer rookie category, and then best newcomer other category. And so uh, the difference between those two; these are going to be very obvious awards. But we still wanted to give them out: best newcomer rookie. Obviously, this is the best rookie, and then best newcomer. This is a guy that was not with the Mavericks last year that is with the Mavericks this year. So most, you know, best newcomer last year probably would have been I'd be. Probably Yogi Ferrell would have gotten some nominations. I think Nerlens Noel probably would have gotten some nominations. Uh, and then this year, Doug McDermott is definitely going to get some nominations 
For and sure. It, it's also it's also remember this since this is our inaugural year of the Mavs Academy Awards. Some of these awards are going to be obvious this year, but next year they might be different. Yeah. Best best newcomer next year, um, not including like we have the best newcomer rookie of the year, which is just our rookies. Then we could have, next year we'll have best newcomer, you know, all of them. So you could be looking at if we have a couple, you know, free agents and we make a trade and we have a, two or three guys that weren't on the team this year but are big roles next year. You know, it could be multiple people this year. Some of these awards are obvious because, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. So, But you look at last year, like Seth would have been included in there. Nerlens would have been included in there. Yogi, I, I think, would have been probably included in both, right? Like Maxi. Yeah, Maxi this year will will be included. He's he's a rookie, but what do we what do you want to do with rookies and and other? Do we want to include rookies in other or just have rookies secluded in their own little category? I say rookies in their own category. Okay, so best newcomer other is not rookie. So we should yeah. call this one best newcomer vet. Yeah, there you go. Let's do that. So uh, the nominations for best newcomer rookie, the uh, the academy has just written LOL next to the nomination. <laughs> next to the nominations, can we do a poll on Twitter with just one option? Just one option. Um, yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. was handed in by the academy. No other names uh, attached, and we understood. We understood the lack of uh, names on the nomination list, and the crowd will also. Somebody tried to write Jonathan Motley on a sheet of paper and tried to crinkle it up and throw it into the basket of nominations but it did not it did not fly true it just did not make it, it. missed yeah it missed the, it, it did not but there was an attempt was the person who shoot it what was it dwight powell best newcomer vet uh doug mcdermott is gonna get this gonna get this nomination for sure uh i don't think anyone else was even contending for this award we had a couple guys uh, that flailed out at the end. They they started at the beginning of the year, but Doug was there at the end. We had you know Josh McRoberts. We had Jeff Withy <laughs> this award. Uh, we had you know Scotty Hobson was I guess included in this award. We had just a couple couple guys, but nobody really sticks out as 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 well as Doug does. Yes, the the Academy kept this one short also, and just just sent in Doug's name. And I mean th- this one's an obvious Dougie Fresh. Um, we'll come away with this award, so probably won't do any voting. So much we, drama. <laughs> so much drama with this one. Um, but the rest of the awards should have, will have multiple people. Oh, yeah. The next one especially is Defensive Player of the Year. This was a this is a tough one. I mean, for the Mavericks, even though they were like 17th in the NBA in defensive rating, they're, they're pretty, pretty middle of the pack. They just don't have many outstanding defensive players. Players. You start looking up and down this roster, and you're like, "Dang, there's just not any guys that you would trust, you know, to guard some people." So the nominations that we have, and I think ours are pretty similar. We have Wes Matthews, we have Sala Mejri, and we have Dwight Powell. Isaac, anyone else to add to that list? It was kind of a surprise Dirk Nowitzki didn't make this list, but uh, yes, the the final finalized nominations will, will probably be coming down to Wes, Sala, and Dwight Powell. Uh, just kind of the versatility, uh, Salah in in the minutes he did play is always a rim protector. Wes is still one of the best de- wing defenders in the league. Uh, I think Yogi's an underrated defender on the team, yeah. But I would uh, probably keep it at these three. And it's really sad that Nerlens isn't going to be in here. This this was his award. This was his award. He had everything he going his, for him. He, he has his own award now. He will have his own award for sure. His day will come. 
the academy will recognize his greatness. But this was his to this was his to lose basically, and just down the stretch, he did just he just did not shake the hands and kiss the babies that the academy wanted to see. Yeah, and you know, playing time holds weight with the academy, and he had um, he had a surgery uh, on his thumb, an ailing thumb uh, that kept him out of uh, filming and everything. So, I would yeah. say that games played does not hold as much weight with the academy as the other academy thinks that it does. That's that's a true statement, Nick. <laughs> Moving on, uh, most improved player. I'm actually excited about this award uh, because for the Mavericks, there's a couple of really good options. I think there are some guys that we could really include, but I think that there's going to be one guy that will run away with this award. Isaac Harris, give us the nominations for most improved player on the Mavericks. So we ha- actually have a couple of different names. Do you want to? Do I want to give my names or your names? Go ahead and give your names. Okay, so. We have Dwight Powell, who got progressively better as the season went along, uh, which was great. Uh, great, great, great move by him. Ever since his role changed with the team, uh, he, and and Carlisle changed his role up, he, he got he got better. So that was awesome. Um, I also put Doug McDermott in there. Interesting. He had. Uh, I know he came over halfway through the middle of the year, but he improved or, in those thirty games. I, I honestly think he did. I think he got better. I think the system had a lot to do with it. I think it was the best basketball he's probably ever, he's played in his entire career so far. In the NBA. Let's slow yeah. down. Let's slow down. <laughs> not Ames, Iowa, or Creighton. He's like the fourth um, leading scorer in NCAA history. Let's <laughs> not get too wild. And then I had Kyle Collinsworth as a most improved candidate. Um, and this one dates back to like, Last year up until this point. He because, did get the most improved paycheck probably of anybody on the team. Yes, that is that is true. Um, but, yeah, I if you asked me last year if he'd ever be on an NBA roster again, I would probably be hesitant about it. But now, like, I could see a, a, a scenario to where he's on the roster next year, and I think he improved a lot. So, yeah. The, the front things. office could see it too. The front office, I mean, they gave him what a three-year deal. Now, not all those years are guaranteed. I think this, the next two years are not guaranteed, but they at least extended it to him in case. You know, the reason why they do these non-guarantees is because if this player continues to progress in the way that they think that this player is going to progress, then they don't want other player other teams coming out and snatching them when they become unrestricted free agents in the. Uh, in the summer. Now it's hard to get a player to agree to non-guaranteed unless they're on kind of the fringe edges like like some of these players are, but the Mavs have a lot of those that are coming up this this offseason. The only players that I will add to the most improved, uh, I had Dwight Powell for sure, but uh what would you think about Dennis Smith Jr. and Harrison Barnes? Uh the only reason why I I put Dennis is because he just from the beginning of his rookie year, I think to the end, I think he just grew a lot. This is a stat from Bobby Carallo that really stuck out to me. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. shot 54% in the restricted area before the All-Star break, and afterwards he shot 65 That's a 10.5% uh, percentage points improvement in his uh, shooting in the restricted area. We just saw him kind of come alive in the second half of the season, and, and just we saw him get better at things. We saw him get better at the two-man game. We saw him get better from three. We saw him get better from the free-throw line. Like, remember the first ten games when everyone thought was worried if Dennis was going to be able to shoot free-throws? Yeah. So He was shooting some, like, 60% yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like, really whoa. bad. And then Harrison Barnes. I, I added Harrison Barnes because there was 
these main areas where we wanted to see improvement from Harrison Barnes, and we saw we saw some 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 improvement in those areas. And so I just wanted to mention it. I don't think he makes our final nominations, but these are the big areas. Now his plus thir- his uh his per thirty six. I did all these numbers with his per 36 minute stats so that it's all lined up because he played like a minute, minute and a half or so less per game this year than he did last year. But so per 36, his points are up by half a point. His assists are up by 0.6. His rebounds are up by 1.3, which is really big. I mean, that that's great improvement. That's one thing he really said at the beginning of the season. He told you, you made news that the biggest thing that he's, he's you know, focusing on this year is rebounding. He thinks rebounding could unlock everything for him. And so he went after that and, uh, and he improved in that area. And then free throw attempts, he's up by 0.7 per game. And his usage stayed almost exactly the same. So he's improving in all those areas. And as Zach Lowe wrote, he's a slight uptick in all those little areas. And it's this slow progression, but he's getting there like that. That, I mean, those are really good signs. So I just wanted to mention him in this, in this uh, category. Yeah. And rightfully so he deserves it. So, I think for our final three nominations, we have to go with with uh, Dwight Powell, for sure. You want to put Dennis in there for the fans? Sure. Okay, and then one of your other two. Mm, Collinsworth. All right, we'll put Collinsworth in there. Getting the love. What if he votes for it? I think he would. I think of all the people, I think on Twitter, he he interacts with us the most. And I think he would vote on it. Yeah, he probably would. All right, Isaac, obviously, like we normally do, we've gone pretty long on this. So uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do the rest of these tomorrow. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Maps. We really appreciate it. Peace out. Boom.